Good Friday morning, and uh, welcome to our final Anchored in the Word Morning Reflection. I hope that you've had a great week and looking forward to our weekend. And hope that many of you will be able to join us this Sunday as we have our services um, at Anchor Baptist Church. If you are part of our church family or if you don't have a church family and you live local, we would love to have you uh, come and join us this Sunday. And the passage we've been looking at is such an important passage of Scripture It is very, very practical. And so this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to close out this study with some very practical thoughts to help us to think about how our heart is toward truth. So again, we're in Luke 11, and we're reading verses 33 through 36, and then we're going to put this all together. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, putteth it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body is full of light. When thine eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Now, we have really (laughs) emphasized the simple fact that Because God has given us truth, this is a reminder that, in fact, he cares about us. He loves us. He wants us to not stumble in darkness, to not be enslaved by our sinful passions. But he wants us to walk in newness of life. He wants us to delight in him, to enjoy him, to walk in sweet fellowship with him. He wants us to do it because he's good. And because he loves us, not because we are lovely and perfect and we're these great, uh, these great people, but it's because he's he's good to us and he wants to demonstrate that grace to us. And so as we've worked our way through the passage, I want us to think about how we put it together. The simplest way to put it is that God wants us to have a tender heart. He wants us when we open our Bibles to open our Bibles with an expectancy, with a longing to know him, a longing to see ourselves properly so that the Spirit of God can can shed light on what needs to change, what needs to change in how we think, what needs to change in how we're living, what needs to change in how we relate to people, in, in the ways that we think about God, the way that we process our circumstances. We need God to do that, and we should come to the Bible with that anticipation. And so the first thing I'm going to mention about this is let's guard our hearts that we do not take lightly the opportunities that God has given us to encounter the truth. That the fact that we have a church that preaches the word of God, the fact that we have multiple opportunities to, to hear preaching and teaching, the fact that we have Sunday school classes, the fact that we have Christian friends, uh, maybe co-workers who are Christians, the fact that we have access to podcasts, let's not treat those as small things that are insignificant. In fact, they are hugely significant, and we should be grateful to God that we have that kind of access. The second thing I want to mention is that we need to guard our hearts against missing this underlying foundational principle that there's a reason that God has given us access to truth. If anyone doubts that God loves you or that God is not good, then you need to pause and ask the question, why do you have access to this video this morning? Why do you have access to the Bible? Why do you have the ability to read it? Why do you have people who are consistently and regularly teaching it? Why do you have Christian uh, associates who are able to take the word of God 
and share it with you? Why are there people that are willing to invest in your life? All of those things are an indication that God loves you and that God wants you to know him and that God wants you to enjoy him and God wants you to experience the blessings of walking with him in the light. He would not give you those opportunities if his disposition was anything contrary to that. It is his personal dealing with you for your good, and you need to think about it in, those, in the light of those things. The third thing I mentioned is that we need to resist the, the temptation to miss the many different ways that God does this. Now, what I'm going to say is that it's not just an open Bible that God uses to shed light on issues. When we are going through life, and we have been sowing in a certain way, and we have been oblivious to the long-term effects of sowing in such a way, or the ultimate consequences of those things. And God prematurely allows us to experience some heartache and pain so that we can uh, be, our eyes can be open to what's going on and what we are doing personally. Well, that is the kindness of God. That is his grace that allows us to experience that heartache to preserve us from a much greater fall, a much greater heartache, a much greater temptation. Um, he's doing that now for a reason, and we should recognize that. Um, when we do open the Bible and we're reading through the scriptures, and it just so happens that the situation that we're encountering is exactly what the Bible is talking about on the day that we open it, or we sit down in a service, and, and, and the pastor or the Sunday school teacher says, open your Bibles to such and such a text, and they lay out that passage of scripture, and that's exactly what you needed to hear on that day, that is an indication that in fact God loves you, he cares about you, and he wants you to have access to the truth. When someone just casually asks you a question and they don't know anything about what's going on in your life, and it just happens to be the exact question that you needed to have asked to you at that particular moment, don't miss the many different ways that God does this. Even as we go through changing seasons of life, he allows the changing seasons of life to bring to the surface areas where we need to change, we need to grow, we need to mature. Fifthly, let's develop a love for the Word of God and a sensitivity to it. Every time we have an interaction with truth, we're either becoming hardened to it or we're becoming more tender to it. I, I know this illustration, I think it was G. Campbell Morgan used, and I've heard it repeated many, many times, that the same sun that hardens the clay is the one that melts the wax. And so the clay, because of its nature, becomes hardened, and the wax, because of its nature, becomes softened. And so our hearts, we should desire that our hearts do not become hardened like the clay, but in fact, they become softened like that wax when we come in contact with truth. Our prayer should be, open, God, open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of thy law. God, help me to love your law, and may it be my meditation all the day long. And, and there are lots and lots of scriptures we could go to where David or another godly person was asking God to work in their heart in such a way. God, break up the fallow ground. These are the ways that we should be responding to truth. Sixthly, let's develop a regular pattern of a healthy response to scripture. 
when you hear the Bible preached and when you hear it uh, being read and when you open your Bible, I would encourage you to take steps to actively internalize what you hear or actively internalize what you're reading. Write down notes when you're sitting in a church service. You say, well, I can't keep up with the person that's preaching. Well, maybe we need to slow things down a little bit so that people can. But one of the reasons in our church that we have uh, the screen behind us with the sermon notes, it's so that people can take notes and they can follow along. And so I would encourage you, take the time to internalize the truth. Go back over the things that you've written. Fill in the gaps that you might have missed. Go to somebody who maybe has fuller notes or even go to the person who has been preaching or teaching and say, I, I missed this. Can you can you share that with me? They may even give you a copy of their notes just so that you have that. And, and reflect on it. Ask the question, what does this mean? What is God saying here? What does this teach us about him? What does this teach me about human nature, about myself? How should my thinking be shaped by these truths? How should I respond based on what God says? And then, and then seek God's strength. As God shows you in his word where your thinking needs to change, where your actions need to change, then just express to God your need, your dependence. Say, God, my, my desire, my purpose is to walk in obedience to the word today. I need your strength. I need your grace so that I can do this. God put in my heart a deeper longing for the truth. These are the encouragements that I have as we think about this passage of scripture. Let's be a people who develop a tender heart towards the word of God. And I hope that as you come to church on Sunday, you will come with a healthy anticipation of how God will work through his word in your heart. Have a blessed rest of your day, a blessed weekend, and Lord willing, we'll meet again on Monday. Bye now.